Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. This episode of Rooster Radio is brought to you by Lead Fiddle Guitars. So check it out, y'all. Before we got the Rooster open, um, we were promoting our business, and I got this random uh, message on Instagram from a guy. Uh, his account was Lead Fiddle Guitars, and he started a conversation with me. He started talking to me, uh, telling me that you know, he likes what I was, was up to, and I'm gonna give a shout out to him right now. Shout out to DJ. And um, it, ultimately, he told me that he has this business where he makes guitars, handmade guitars. And um, through our conversations, it was real inspiring. He, he asked if I would like to have a guitar made for the rooster. And that's where this guitar came from. And um, DJ was kind enough to donate it to the rooster. We have it hanging on our wall by the stage. It's there for anyone to play an open mic. It sounds amazing. And you can see he took a lot of time. He, he got our logo burned into the pit guard here. He gave it this worn look. And it's just, it's just a beautiful guitar. It's a beautiful guitar that sounds great. You know, what's cool about what he does is he takes wood, reclaimed wood from different stuff. I know right now he's working on a piece of wood that was taken from a, a piece of the stage at Woodstock. And the original Woodstock, you know, back in 1969. And he's working on this piece. And, you know, I, I imagine this is going to have to be a several thousand dollar guitar. But, uh, you know, he, he's got all kinds of amazing guitars he's made out of wood that just comes from anywhere you know and you could get one made too you know reach out to lead fiddle guitars on instagram reach out to them on facebook and um you know get you know if you're in the market for a new guitar you can he will make a custom guitar just the way you want it just the way you like it and i can attest that they sound great uh, they sound great on our stage at least um, of course that's not when i'm playing it because <laughs> i'm not a very good guitar player so if you're in the market for a unique custom-made guitar, check out Lead Fiddle Guitars on Instagram or at leadfiddleguitars.wixsite.com. going to but then he got that um he got that opportunity to MC at the game oh he's MCing. Yeah. Oh, i thought he just went for fun he's like no, fuck no, your no, podcast he's MCing. i was like and i told him <laughs> that's just rude i know i was like damn okay well no he was like semi-pro ray like i could tell like i could hear the trepidation in his voice like you know yeah. like he didn't he didn't want to like disappoint me you know and i was like when he told me i was like Congratulations, yeah, no, man! Gotta, like, yeah, dude, yeah. that is awesome. That's a big game. And he's like, sure. "But Mimi's coming." I was like, "Even better!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great. That's cool. I'm there for you. No, I appreciate you stepping in. Yeah. But, um, but, well, yeah. I thought I was. I went and got tattooed yesterday, and we. I had two days in a row booked, and I'm like, I'm not doing two I days. That looked fresh. Yeah, this is just like, a few hours really old. Yeah, still got the stencil on it. I tried to wash it, but I didn't want to scrub. You know, that's what I was hurt. looking at. I'm like, that looks really new. <laughs> yeah, we're we're doing a pretty big cover up here so yeah what's so. covering up all oh, the whole sleeve we're like incorporating sacred geometry into what i already had because i didn't like what i had 
cool. It just, just looks like stained glass from over here. Yeah, that was kind of the feel. We we got a long way to go. It's, yes. it's still, everybody's looking at it. They're like, it's so busy. It's like, give it a minute. There's a lot of shading. I think it's awesome. I don't think it's I appreciate busy. appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's. It, I was going to do a blackout, honestly, because I just didn't like the tattoo, and the guy that did it kind of, we don't agree on certain things anymore, <laughs> and he don't know how to keep it to himself. When 2016 I, I'm ruined trapped, people, man. Yeah, it, it was it that. Just, it broke people. He's, like, a, he's, a, he's a proud boy, I guess, or something yeah. along those lines, and I'm just like, you know, I don't know if you can tell I'm a bit liberal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's finally it's happened. To, well, it's it's finally happened to us here at the Rooster. What? Like the, you know, people are taking political stands. Yeah. <clears throat> some some dumb lady. Like, we announced on Monday this past week that we've we booked a drag show. Okay. June second. I'm excited. Me too. I, I, my wife and I have been to many drag shows. We yeah, have a blast at them. They're great. But some lady, I guess, was following us, and she, you know, <laughs> she went on. Her Facebook page, somebody screenshot. I can't see this lady's post or nothing, but somebody screenshot it and sent it to me in her post was, I'm not supporting the rooster because the rooster supports drag shows and they are having a drag show. And yeah, like, people just want something to be mad at. I mean, yes, I, yes. I don't know. She probably shops at Walmart. She what? She probably shops at Walmart. Yeah. Not realizing how much support Walmart gives to that community. I bet she drinks oh, Starbucks. Well, no, I mean, Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she. I'm sure she drinks Starbucks too. You know, it's a notoriously liberal company. You don't know how far our agenda spreads. Like yeah. we've been working on this for years. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just a hypocrisy, man. Gotcha. Evil yeah. gay. I mean, we well, I just did a queer event, four twenty, and it was like drag queens, and, and I was yeah. the comedian. And we were all talking about it. And it's just like, what about this? We were just all happy. There was a bunch of people dressed in 80s. It was someone's birthday party. It was just like, there's no, we're just so sweet. And it wasn't even sexual. I mean, I was the dirtiest one out the whole bunch. <laughs> there's just some dudes in dresses. What's the big fucking deal? Well, I just, the hypocrisy is what gets me. Because these people that grandstand, like, they support the big corporations that mm -hmm. support this stuff they just want to attack a place like us because we're small potatoes yeah they just want something to yeah. bitch about and you're yeah. an easy target probably well who are we kidding well, not she easy, was but she was probably never coming anyway she's stuck at home well she's probably sitting at home taking care of her grandkids <laughs> <laughs> or she could have just been jealous of the beautiful drag queen makeup that she can never achieve maybe, maybe that's it i just assume she's <laughs> taking care of her grandkids <laughs> because you know with that kind of hate in your heart i doubt she raised well-rounded children well, they might be round, but ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I broke it. I broke it. I'm sorry, Ron. I don't know what I did. That's okay. Just it's, keep... That's not the first time that's happened. That's our gaydar. <laughs> I don't have a joke about the fact that I just, like, they just, they just won't do anything for me. I don't understand. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. I barely touched it. I'm not supporting the rooster. Yeah. Fuck that lady. She felt compelled to proclaim to her tens of followers. <laughs> tens of followers. <laughs> okay, Janice, calm down. She, she probably felt medicine. real good about it, too, when, like, six rednecks commented, yeah, fuck that place. Yeah. <laughs> I hate them. In Jesus' name, I hate them. Oh, my God. Bless them. Oh, man, I bet she slept so good that night. Yeah. That'll show them. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to regret the day they mess with Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> One big Facebook comment. Uh, I bet she, you know, she probably, that's probably why she's 
you know, miserable old lady. She probably drove her husband to be a drag queen. <laughs> That's why she hates drag so much. He's living his best life. <laughs> I just, I don't know. With stuff like that, I feel like it's easier to just not go. Yeah. Like, we don't I, hurt nobody. You know, imagine if people put that kind of energy into, like, hating pedophiles. <clears throat> right. <Yeah. laughs> well, they, they're right. kind of lumping those two things together. And, and most of the not. drag queans I know can't stand children. Exactly. And they yeah. don't want anything to do with their fucking kids. Ew, well, they're sticky and gross. Even furthermore, if you're taking a religious stand with it, the God that I know loves everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? The God that I was, you know, that I was taught about, you know. It's taught to love everybody. Yeah. There's a few good Christians. People, I know a couple of well, them. And, and that those that judge are the ones that are yeah. not the right people. So I don't know what happened with that. So uh, I just I hope she doesn't have <laughs> any gay family shit. members. I, I really don't. because I'd feel, yeah, I'd feel yeah. sorry well, for them. they probably don't fuck with her. I got a lot of family I don't fuck yeah. with. Yeah, they probably just stepped away from her. Thanksgiving's ruined. Yeah. yeah. Can't come home for Thanksgiving because me no aunt... What are, what's what's Margaret. her, her Margaret? Margaret. Me no aunt Margaret. I think we've had her called her a couple names already. <laughs> Grandstanding at Thanksgiving, you know? Yeah, stereotypical her. Caucasian lady names. Right. And Karen would be the most obvious, I She's suppose. probably a riot at parties, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's I too loud. Like this. Yeah. <laughs> There's too much salt in the potato salad. Has that face that always looks constipated? <laughs> The, the spiky. Oh, God. The I call that the porcupine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what it looks like. It looks like it would hurt. Yeah. <laughs> they back into you. It's like, my eye. Oh, no. <laughs> she probably uses the N-word in private. Yeah. Oof. Just whispers it to herself or before me- she goes to bed. <laughs> <laughs> she gets wet when a black dude gets shot at the news. <laughs> you getting all this? <laughs> Yeah, it's just a conversation. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. She probably has a great life. She probably yeah. drives a Cadillac. She's married to the, you oh, know. Wait, the Mary Kay Cadillac? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. She's got a bismol paint. <laughs> lovely. Her husband's like the leader of your local hate group. Yeah. <gasps> I can see him now in the basement on me. She's bringing down trays of pigs in a blanket. <laughs> you boys are hating good today. <laughs> like there's some kind of pigs in a blanket joke there, and I'm missing it. <laughs> Plotting on how to how to there keep is, a statue but I don't up. Know if I want to say, I don't know if I want to go there. Well, no, it's an appropriate. You're in a safe space. Just leave this room. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll write on YouTube. <laughs> Karen's gonna be on Facebook again. Right? Damn it, I can't. You gotta figure out how to keep that statue up. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Just pull them right down. Sorry, I don't mean to. I don't know. It's, it was the first one, right? We've been open six months, and it's the first time someone's oh, okay. professed they're not going to support us. Oh, my God. You're yeah. doing something right. That's exactly how I feel about it. Yeah. Like, we must be doing something right, because that's oh, when yeah. you start getting hated on. Because I, I, was, I was actually even wondering, like, did she, did she follow the rooster and then decide not to, and that's how she saw it? Or, because I know I shared it. Well, that's the problem when you book country shows, yeah. metal shows, yeah. you know, comedy shows, and drag shows. You know, you try to give everybody something, you know, yeah. like, like that's the goal here is to entertain everybody. Yeah, that's good. You know, and, you know, I guess 
That's why, I mean, like I said, 2016 broke people, man. It, it broke them. Like, there, I, nice I grew up in a world where, like, nice everyone was different and, you know, diverse. And, yeah, I lived in Raleigh for most of my 20s, and Raleigh's a melting pot. Yeah, you know? definitely. And, you know, I got to know all these awesome people, and I never gave a shit about orientation. I don't know. I, I, I don't yeah, care. I yeah. just like people, and if you're an asshole, I don't like you. If you're not, we're all right. Yeah. yeah, that's all it is. Pretty much, yeah. I give everybody. I want. I, I was talking to someone recently. It's like I want to like everybody, and that's just not possible. And I've come to the, on a spiritual journey, and I've come to the conclusion that I love everyone, but I don't like everybody. So I don't have to fuck. That's a good way to put it. I feel that same way. I hope that they can improve, but I'm not going to be around to see it. I wish you best of luck on your journey. Yeah, I but still ours ends here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I still have a pretty you know solid faith in humanity. Like that's yeah. you know, that's why I did this is I do believe there's there's still good to be done in the world. Yeah, yeah I think there's yeah. mostly I think it's mostly good people, but the bad is getting. It's the loudest the squeaky right wheel yeah. theory. All the news is just talking about the shitty people that are doing shitty things. And it's like. There's yeah. still nice people out there. I kind of hope they protest. Like of them. I kind of hope they protest the show. Dude, you would get so much business. <laughs> It'd be great yeah. for like, PR. The gay bat signal will be up. Oh, they support the gays? Let's go give them our money. I don't care what they're doing. And we will do that. That's oh, yeah. a real, especially millennial and Gen X gays, because we, we never had uh, outlets. That's true. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm, I don't. I'm not going to put you out there like that. But I, I was. I'm a Gen Xer. I'm yeah. on the ass end of Gen X. Oh. And you know, I grew up in this town. A lot of you know, homophobics, a lot yeah, of racists yeah. and stuff. And I just never. It never got me. You know, I just. I don't know. Maybe mom and dad did a better job with me than some yeah. of these other folks. But you know, I just. I never understood. I don't like. I don't like negative feelings. Period. Yeah. What's the like, point? Negative, like you know, even like with with grief and stuff. I try to like work my way through it and yeah. find the. That's what I love. That's why I'm attracted to comedians so much because mm-hmm. comedians are the best at finding comedy from tragedy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what you have to do. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely. I, I I know I jokingly say spiritual liquor, but I did go through what it is. I just I have that vibe, and I was worried taking on such a positive attitude towards life like that it's like oh there's there's beauty in everything it's like is that gonna fuck up my comedy you gotta have that dark balance too yeah. where you can tap into it when you need it but don't dwell in it exactly that's where i've that's where i've settled now you'll see what you see by stand up it's like okay i've had some horrible shit but it's like but it's funny though yeah. and one joke i just wrote about like i accidentally saw my dad's dick recently and i like, that's traumatizing it's gonna stick with me forever <laughs> but you guys right now you're gonna love it i didn't but i'll make it funny for everybody else like, i'm never gonna not be able to not have seen my dad's dick again for the rest of my life <laughs> now i just know and i'm seeing it right now just, oh, it's not much. Like that. It's not much. It was a quick, a quick sighting. <laughs> oh man, that is traumatizing. It's a, it's a pretty small joke. <laughs> Won't take me too long to tell it. Oh, she's oh, oh, running I into the like, bit. I got daddy oh, man, issues. Just don't worry. Just keep going. He's, uh, he's he's not my favorite person oh, in the whole gosh. world. Like, go figure, a gay comedian with daddy issues. Who would have thought? <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> uh, it's true. Being able, like, like what Ariel said, is true. Like having the ability to tap into the darkness, and because yeah. <clears throat> you know, the tr- truth is, like, a lot of people just can't deal with their emotions. That's how you end up in these hate- yeah. hateful situations. Mm-hmm. Is like you can't, you haven't figured out how to get your shit resolved, so now you got to project that on yeah. others. Right. And and so, you know, it's 
And it's really you got to watch. You got to watch it now because they've gotten really good at like manipulation and hiding it. You know. Oh yeah. Like you know, people. You know, as, I guess as you get older, you start to see that shit. When you're young, you don't see how an, an authority figure is, you know, manipulating a young mind mm-hmm. and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it gets easier and easier to spot. And as you get older, the hope, my hope for people is that as you get older, you get wiser, you get better able to deal with things. But it just doesn't happen for some people. Yeah, they stay. I don't know if my dad's a perfect example of that. He just sits around and he's mad and he hates all this. And I was thinking about that all the way here. Cause Do you drink Bud Light? Uh, no, he doesn't drink beer. I wish. I was the only kid I knew that wished my father would drink more. <laughs> he he, because his he had alcoholics growing up, so he was very anti-alcohol. But every once in a while, he like I remember it was Mountain Dew and um, Wild Turkey. Ooh. And he would drink that, that when we were on vacation. He would just, he would, I know, we were very country. And I remember being a kid, and I was like, oh, my God, he's so nice. But he was so happy. And, and then when he wasn't drinking, he's like he normally is. And I was like, I still was like, I wish my dad was an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Man, my life would be so much oh easier. <laughs> but, yeah, he just, he's just mad because life didn't turn out the way he wanted it. I think it's that's a big thing. That that, that's another thing. You, what you just said—that's that's a great point to make because yeah. we all have ho- high hopes as you know, as kids and yeah. youth and things that we want to do. And if somebody shuts them down at some point, or even I was even thinking that it's a lot of times people are like, "Well, I didn't get to try. I didn't get to try that. I think that's interesting, but yeah. everybody else around me is going to judge me if I say I think that's interesting. So I'm just going to say I hate it." Yeah. Yeah, that's my that's my twelve year old middle school daughter right now. Oh yeah, yeah I'm, I'm dealing with lame. that on a daily basis. I love yeah. the fact that we both have twelve year olds. Yeah, I mean, I remember that. I I I mean, shit, I'm forty three and I still remember how awkward middle school is. Like that's yeah. that's when all the hormones the kick in. Yeah, and you're like, you know, you want everyone to like you, but you know, you don't know what other people's sensibilities are. Like, yeah. you know, you come out of for me, it was you know, grade school, elementary school. It's the community you live in. Yeah. You're surrounded. Yeah. And a lot of times, communities are made up of a lot of the same people. Mm-hmm. My community just happened to be a bunch of rednecks. So I never fit yeah. in at all in elementary, in elementary school. Then you yeah. get to junior high or uh, middle school, and you start meeting all these different people from different walks of life, different yeah. incomes, yeah. different you know, sensibilities. And for me, it just kind of opened my mind a lot. Yeah. You know, and but for others... And, and, that's, and this is what I keep trying to tell my daughter is like, you know, don't be the clicky type. Like, just get don't along with like everybody. Everybody, yeah. You, know, you don't want to. so much stuff to like. Yeah. You, you don't, don't have wanna... to like just one thing. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, it's... Well, that's what with mine, I have, so, and I think it, mine goes in with this whole conversation. Mine came out last year, and I have permission oh, okay. to say that. And it's just, okay, uh, honest conversations, you're going to deal with bullying, you're going into middle school. But everybody loves Anthony because the good kid cares about everybody, has friends that are, that was how, just how it was. And it's just, but mom, sometimes it's overwhelming. Yeah, it's overwhelming, but you're going to learn about a lot about yourself in middle school. Yeah. And the fact that uh, he's willing to be like that now, he's going to help a lot of people. Oh yeah. He sounds like a good kid. Yeah. I mean, uh, the only, I tried not to raise an asshole. (laughs) Well, and I always try to, you know, I always try to tell my daughter to try to consider the other person's feelings. Like, even in this situation, it's like, I, you know, I, I give it my best ever to try to understand where someone's coming from with like the current, you know, conversation going on. It's like, you know, when you think about it like this, if you've been raised for 30, 40 years to believe this one thing to be true, Mm -hmm. you know how 
like the amount of fear it must come inside yeah. to like consider that that's wrong. You yeah. spent your whole life believing something, and you know I don't know. I, for me, you know, I realized early on that you know that that kind of religion that's that's hate. Like that's not that's, that's not yeah. God. God is love. Yeah. God, you know, I, that's the one thing. And I was raised in a Pentecostal church. It was hellfire mm-hmm. brimstone. Yeah, they're, you know. they're Southern Baptist here. Yeah, so yeah, very close. Definitely hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of flags and bells. But, but the <laughs> message that always stuck was that God's love, and, yeah. and I, you know, it, it's okay. And the reason I say all this is to say that it's okay to just okay. Well, maybe, you know, maybe that's wrong. You know, maybe maybe God does love everybody, and we don't have to hate anybody because yes, it's kind of His job or her. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. But their job to judge. But uh, it's one of those just kind of just mind your business. If you don't like it, business. you ain't got to say anything. Mind your damn business. I lived in that New York too. for three years, and that's the biggest thing I did. Mind, mind your damn your business. business. Ain't my business. Unless someone's bleeding, it ain't none of mine. Even then, it's still not my business. But I help if I can. Right. Life is just so much better when you choose to see the good in people. Yeah, yeah. Like, I said, I want to like yeah. everybody. I want to. I give them, I give them all somewhat. Of, women get more chances. I'm sorry, I'm sexist, but <laughs> women get like three strikes, and guys get one. <laughs> How do you feel about male feminist? Uh, well, I think that's wonderful if they're being honest. But a lot of them, I've noticed, have kind of say that so they can yeah get some business. Just yeah. like when the straight guys go to gay bars because they can hit on the straight girls that think they're safe there. Also, it's a gay bar, so be respectful of us there. We do feel some type of way. So when a, a gaggle of straights show up at our yeah. club, it's like, oh, my God. It's like, get out of here. This is, <laughs> they're going to learn about our drinks. <laughs> our drinks are way stronger than everybody else's. They call it free booze. It's ours. <laughs> We're oppressed. Leave us alone. <laughs> When Mackenzie and Dakota show up for their bachelorette party. Oh my! Oh, it's always a bachelorette party. <laughs> like, look at our penis hats, girl. They don't want to look at those penises. They got plenty of other penises. To be <laughs> <laughs> As we were hanging out at Stonewall in New York City, and it, we would just be out in the patio area when they had that, and just be like, straights. This is a small venue. There's so many other places in New York to go to. What are you doing? Oh, Come during the day when it's not busy. Well, speak on for a minute. Like, so you're, you're I mean, you're a gay comedian in the South. How you do you? Gay? Yeah. <laughs> Why? How How do you find yourself being received by some of these audiences? Um, well, I've been doing it for over a decade now. Okay. And when I first started. It was way different than it is now. And I was the only, I used to be on my bio on my website, I was the only openly LGBT comedian within 200 miles of Charlotte. For real? That was true. The next closest one was in Columbia, and it was Jen Snyder. Uh, but now I went to New York because I was like, and there was hardly any queers. And then I came back, and it's like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Everybody's gay in Charlotte. It's like, I leave for three years, and everybody? Okay, cool. And I love it now. It's it's great. But every once in a while, I still, I did a show in um, Mooresville. I did a couple of shows in Mooresville. Yeah, and they country. definitely <laughs> They definitely don't like some of my stuff. But I know how to pull it back, and I kind of, same as you, like I grew up. In this world, I know how to communicate with these people because it's my family. So I know how to kind of, and it's always been my thing the whole time is to 
sometimes those people that think certain things about queers, I might be one of the first gays they've ever seen. Definitely probably the gayest thing they've ever seen. <laughs> and I addressed that. You're a gay of sunshine. And I was like, I'm the gayest sunshine. I'm not trying to hurt nobody. You're allowed to believe what you believe in much on our conversation. And I kind of would like, and I think it has happened quite a few times after a performance, people feel a little bit more comfortable yeah. with homos. They realize that we're human beings too. I remember once I did a show at the Comedy Zone years and years and years ago, and it was a it was an urban show. It was mostly black folks and older. And I can't remember the guy that I opened for, but I remember he was. I don't remember his name, but he was dressed kind of like Steve Harvey. He had like that cool like ass suit, suit color, yeah, like, like, like rocking it. And then they had my white gay ass up in there. I was like, I don't understand what this combination's about, but okay. And I rocked it. I love performing for any audience, and I rocked it. I had a great time. And at the end of it, we were doing the handshake and merch stuff like that and at the very end this dude he's a little drunk runs up to me he's like hey he's like hey i don't play that gay shit and you need jesus but you funny as fuck funny as fuck (laughs) and i'm like which do you want a sticker or a t-shirt you can just have one you can just have one (laughs) follow me that's one of those comments you don't know how to respond you're like all right, thanks. <laughs> okay. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, that's kind of exactly what I was shooting for. It's like, hey, you might not like gays, but do you think I'm funny? No. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I mean, I'll go back to what I said earlier, you know, about how I wish people put that kind of energy into things that really mattered. Yeah. yeah. Like, because the truth of the matter is, who gives a fuck? Like, like, who cares? Like, who cares about any of that? You know, the Bible's a pretty long book, and there's a whole lot of other things, you know, know, the Ten Commandments. Shouldn't we start there? Yeah. Can we put energy into, like, the whole just be, don't kill people? Yeah. You know, don't. Yeah, I just saw a meme, and it was, like, talking about drag queens, and it's, like, and they don't even talk about adultery, and that's on God's top ten list. Right. That's yeah. on the top ten. There ain't yeah. none in there about drag queens. I, I think it's the hilarious. <laughs> the Most of the people that are making the, the big stink about drag queens right now are the people who, who need to follow those Ten Commandments because I think they've broken pretty much every single yeah, one of them. there's some pretty basic ones well, on there. I mean, they be doing the hell out of right. that. Adultery. I think it was kind of represented Donald Trump a little bit, too. Oh, yeah. Like, Adultery's top ten. That's like fourth or something, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> something he made like a that, literal I list. <laughs> they're just, I don't know, man. They're just angry because... They grazed their hand against some dude's dick one day and kind of liked it, and now they hate themselves for it. And or they want to dress in drag and they're just jealous. Just do it. Do it. Just do it. Try it out. You'll be beautiful. I've drawn a mustache on. It's fun. It's a good time. I got a good face shape for a mustache. But I just grow a goatee. It's just crazy. My husband, it though. I wouldn't have what you have. My husband thinks it's crazy because I was like, no, if I if I grow a mustache, I'd be the type that would compete, and I'd have like one of those funky handlebars so I could sit there and do this all day. Oh, I love that. You mean this? Yes, this. I'm excited. I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks at me. He goes, he goes, you're fucking weird. <laughs> I was like, I would just sit there like this. He's like, you're a weirdo. You can still do that. Is that why you got that tattoo? I got this a million years ago, right before it got super popular. But I do, I kind of just always. That's cool. I, yeah, that- I, don't, I don't consider myself particularly, I think I just dress comfortably. I don't consider myself butch or masculine, but I just love a mustache. It's the same I what mean. you're saying. It's just like it just seems like such a good time. 
I mean, I could switch to being an evil villain like really quick if I wanted you got to. The eyebrow. You got the eyebrow for it too. So. Uh, see, I don't have All the those are drawn on. I've watched too many drag videos. I don't have the ability to like grow it like real thick and long, but I've had this mustache since I'm 17. And I've had a good yeah, season. the same one? It hasn't changed at all? <laughs> no. If I've shaved it once. I so I, <laughs> Nice. That's weird. I shaved it once for a job. I got this oh, job man. I went to Raleigh, and I was like mid-20s. Oh, <laughs> my God. I hated it. You I didn't recognize yourself in the mirror. Yeah. I, I, mean, I had that job for like eight <laughs> months. I got it. Had a job for eight months, and after eight months, I was like, I'm sick of this shit. I'm growing my mustache back. I'm tired of this, yeah. Grandpa. Yeah. Just got your upper lip exposed. It, it was weird, flapping. man. It feels weird. It felt weird. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know. I think your face was naked. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> kind of, I, get, I think that's what I feel like all the time. Naked face. I, just, I don't have any lip do, do you ever catch yourself sitting there going like this when you think? Like, yes. Okay. I'm not the only one that does that. Quest. You're going, hmm. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about, you said you've been doing it over a decade. Yeah. Let's actually talk about your comedy career. Uh, what, what, uh, I didn't so, know what this was about. I just showed, I just showed up. So sure what, um, what, what got you started? You know, who inspired you? And I mean, because that's a, that's a brave thing to do, to just yeah. put yourself out there and just yeah. start telling jokes for people. How did it start? Especially um, you might not be funny. You don't know. Yeah, about <laughs> you might not know about me. Ray might have lied to y'all. Um, <laughs> oddly enough, the first time I ever did stand up, was uh, almost 30 years ago. I did it in the elementary school at a talent show. Oh, wow. Nice. And I bombed. So it took oh. like 20 years off <laughs> <laughs> to really work on my, my set. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, yeah, I've just always loved it. I remember being a kid. My dad was still in cable. And I, we <laughs> Comedy Central. And I was like, what the hell is this? And I just started watching, um, like, what was it? Pulp, pulp comedy or something. And then like Def Jam comedy, all that shit. I was just mm. a kid. For some reason, I just, I didn't, and I, now I look back on it, I didn't know what the fuck these comedians were talking about, but I loved it. And uh, and I just grew some balls and did it. No, I grew some lips and did it. I'm going to stop saying grew some balls, because balls are wimps. They had a whole joke about testicles and how they'd never win in a fight against a wasp. <laughs> I know that's a little obscure. You have to wait until the weekend to hear about it. <laughs> Maybe drag queen testicles. Those are strong. Those yeah. go through a lot. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about yours. Well, did you start with like an open mic or something? Like, um, Yeah, the second time I did an open mic. Uh, I was 27, I think. And it was in Charlotte. And I drove from Statesville to Charlotte and was terrified. And there was like 30 people on the list. It was at some bar that's closed now. but And uh, I was the last one. So by the time I got on stage, it was basically the host and the guy I brought with me. Mm. And I remember that moment, and it was just like such a, like the light was, hit, it was really dark, and the spotlight was hitting my face, and then just the microphone, it was like something out of a movie, you know? And I mean, it was so, two so people, as but in, I loved it. As intimidating as that can be, it was still kind of magical. Oh, it was like, such a hot, I'm like remembering, I'm getting chili bumps. It was just such a good feeling, and yeah, comedy is just, I don't want to call it a drug, but it is kind of like that. Sometimes it just hits so wonderfully. I just did a show, the one I told you, the queer, <clears throat> the queer uh, variety show, and that was amazing. But then the show before that was for some less hetero or less homosexual people. Like I don't know, they were a little, they were a little uptight, and uh, it just and that hurt a little. But so it's nice. I'd imagine that that has to play into your decision making process in terms of getting gigs and stuff, like. 
considering like who your audience is going to be, that's probably like another layer of the onion that might make things more challenging for you. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't turn it down though because I think that's what makes a good comedian. If you could perform before anybody, and my stuff's pretty. Uh, I wouldn't call it clean. It's not particularly blue, but it's it's a. Uh, I talk about gay shit and sometimes a little bit of religion and stuff. And you know, I think if I can make any type of group, at least some of them laugh. You know, I did a I did a show in Tiga K. And I feel some type of way about it. I got kind of got tricked into doing it, and it was at a, a country club, like a really fancy oh country club. <laughs> and they were it was a, a fundraiser. So they all paid like I think like fifty bucks a ticket. It was almost I want to say like a couple hundred people. It was a big open area, and I got there, and it was just like the old white Republican looking like mm. not that there's anything wrong with being Republican mm. or old and white, <laughs> but sometimes those types of people don't like me very much. Yeah. And it's like I remember the front was just these grandmas, like probably seventies, eighties, maybe, and I'm like I gotta. Y'all want me to do 30 minutes? And y'all know the shit I talk about, but I just decided to lean into it. I was like, let's talk about Iraq. <laughs> I just did a bunch of shit. And um, it was pretty hard. The majority of them did not like me, as I didn't think they would, but I gave it my best. And at the end, I still had quite a few people come up to me and be like, dude, that was so amazing. Fuck all these people. They don't know what the fuck. And, they, and that, that's how you know, because they were good. like, these people were sitting next to me, and I told them to shut the fuck up, because you're great. And I'm like, thank you so much. I'll never perform here again. And <laughs> also, I didn't get paid. That was the bigger thing. I, did, I ended up not getting paid, and I thought I was supposed to be getting paid, because a dude sold it to me. He's like, oh, there's going to be like 400 people here. They're all paying $50 a ticket. Why are you telling me how much they're paying if you ain't going to pay me? If you're not going to pay me. And he was like, oh, it's for exposure. And so I was just like, about to say, oh, you're getting exposure. To who? <laughs> Tiga <Yeah>. K? Where's <laughs> my career? Uh, I mean, it is tough. Tiga K's great. I love Tiga K. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if any very successful. Is that where Kevin Hart's from, you think? Maybe. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. Like, uh, we, like I said before, we've been open six months now. Yeah. And, you know, I, my, my job now is to work with local artists, local musicians, local comedians. Everyone I work with is on a local or regional level. And I'm starting, I'm really starting to clearly understand why the people that make it get out of these small towns and go yeah. to the New Yorks and the L.A.s and the Chicago's or wherever. Because, yeah. you, know, you know, we're up, what I'm up against, I'm up against a community that's a, a Bible Belt Southern community, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to convince people to come to this place and be entertained. Yeah. And, you know, it's, there's not enough people. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, it's just not there's, not, there's not enough people to where the streets are full and, and you're not getting exposure. You're only getting exposure to one demographic yeah. when you're staying, when you stay in your nice yeah, you little town. Them. And you got to get out there because different parts of the country have different sensibilities, different mm -hmm. ways of life. That's very true. You know, and that's, and that's, that's what makes the great comedians great is like their material kills anywhere. Yeah, that's, you got to be versatile. Yeah. <clears throat> be so good they can't deny it. Yeah. That's kind of the goal. Yeah, so it's, I imagine, have you gotten to travel a lot? Like, Yeah, yeah. Good, I've traveled a good bit. Um, not lately, because I came home to help with family stuff uh, after New York, so I'm kind of stuck here. I can't, if I do, I can't tour, but if I go for like a day or two, it's not that big of a deal. I'm doing Pensacola next week, or next month. So you can do like, <clears throat> you can't do like a whole weekend, but you can go for like a Friday yeah, or a Saturday. Yeah, I can go for game. a weekend, but it's just, it can't be, because I, I, my dad's disabled and my aunt's, and I'm, I'm there 
caregivers somewhat, so I kind of can't. Your aunt's not named Margaret, is it? No, no, no. She's actually one of the real Christians that I was talking about. She's very Christian and very Republican, but somehow we work very well together. So yeah. I like that. It's, a, it's that love. She prays for me a lot. <laughs> I mean, we have a we have a healthy relationship, so that's good. That's good. Yeah, that is. I nice. mean, even my parents have come around. Yeah. yeah my, my parents, when I was younger, I mean, we were taught. We were taught that being gay is wrong. Yeah, it's a me sin. too. Me too. Yeah, that's, that's, how, that's how I was raised. And even now, my parents and I have had these conversations. You know, I mean, there's members of our family that are gay. And, yeah. And, and you know, it's funny because once, um, once everyone got the internet in their hand, we got exposed to so much yeah. information. There was like, and I think that's what <clears throat> led us to what broke people. It took seven years to break American people, right? It was or no eight years. It was oh eight or oh nine when the when when the first when the internet went on. Yeah, smartphone first smartphone. smartphone. Oh, and it okay. took eight years of us just digesting constant yeah. information for for us to break. You know, because you know again. Yes, I never really thought about it like that. Different, that well, different parts of the country, different sensibilities. Now yeah. you're all of a sudden you're a twenty something year old living in the Bible Belt, only ever been taught to be this Christian way and then now you're getting on message boards and chat rooms with people. You from, there's more people like you. Yeah. yeah. And, and then you start to learn that, oh, well, maybe this thing in the back of my head that I've been afraid to say is true. And then now, now everyone gets more vocal. Everyone's like, oh, okay, well, this is how I feel about it. And instead of just shutting up and getting in line and being a good member of your community, you say one thing that's 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 someone sees it sideways, and now now you're under attack. Yeah. And that and you take that and you magnify it by millions. Yeah. And that's how we end up where we where we are with the current you know social conversation. Right. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, I agree with that. There's a lot of I gotta. <clears throat> it's just too many uh, fucking angry people. I just wrote a joke recently too about TikTok and how I. It's just so many people don't have a voice in their real life, I guess. So they just want to go bully someone because I guess they feel bullied. And yeah. I posted a TikTok recently. And it was literally, there's a wasp in my car. And I'm just like, oh, no, there's a wasp. That's it. It's like 15 seconds. Like, look at this wasp in my car. The amount of rage that this instilled, and very specifically men, I'm assuming straight, because gay, gay guys are just too busy getting their dick sucked to be commenting on some random girl TikTok. But they were so fucking mad. I had four different guys tell me to kill myself. For because, having a wasp Because was I was afraid of a wasp in my car. And that's what kind of the joke was like, you should grow some balls. I was like, I don't see where testicles are going to help me to get this wasp out of my Subaru. Well, you can swing them and you can, you can kill the wasp with your big, huge balls. Well, those testicles heard. wouldn't win in that fight, though. Let's, yeah. I would win. But, but yeah, like, it's just... I don't know, man. That's that so makes silly. zero sense. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was never here trying to digest this. Why so they told me to kill myself? <laughs> like, first of Fuck all, fuck you. That's what one of them said. That's what's wrong with Gen Zers. And I was like, you think I'm Gen Z? Oh, thank you. Thank you <laughs> thank for the compliment. You. I know you're trying to insult me, but I'm only happy. <laughs> oh my god. I'm like, I'm sitting there, like you're saying this. I'm trying to digest. Like that makes zero fucking sense. The, they were just pissed. So mad. Jeez. It was like, it was like you, should take, you should attach a hose to the exhaust pipe and hook it up and keep your car running. It's sitting there with it. I'm like, I, I don't want my helmet. Okay, Randall, you just, are you okay? Somebody's like, sitting there fantasizing you kill. Like, who's got that kind of time? Are you guys okay? 
Okay. Well, Randall, only if you jump in here with me. Let's go out together. Oh Come on. Because we're making comments like that. You need to go too. <laughs> Bless them. But the internet is just like, I was like, I noticed it's very specifically straight men, no offense or anything, but like they just, if they can, it's just a shame that there's no outlet for them. Like, what was it? It makes me I always think of this uh, Todd Glass quote. And he was being interviewed, and the interviewer was like, why do gay men have sex in rest areas? And he was like, let me make one thing clear. If women were real, willing to have sex in rest areas, straight men would be having sex in rest areas. <laughs> this isn't a gay, gay men aren't more sexual than straight. It's just men across the board. Gay guys just found a loophole because the only thing as horny as a guy is a guy. They're getting all they want yeah, out yeah, of that. Yeah. And so I think sometimes... I guess it just tracks to the incel vibe or something. I don't know. But well, I do. I mean, I do see. I, I, there's this whole you know attack on white straight males, yeah. right? Like that. And, and you know what? There, it's true. There's there's there are, there are people. There are a percentage of people who do have a vendetta against straight white yeah. men. That's that's a fact. Mm-hmm. You're not helping your cause by being angry. Yeah. About everything. Yeah, if you want to get rid of that, join the rest of yeah, us and I'll like, 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 yeah, yeah, like, like, figure out a way to laugh about the things that you know. It's no one's trying to take. First no. of all, what power do you really have? I like the people that are mad about it. None of them are powerful men. You know, the yeah. truth of the matter is, straight white men still run the world. Yeah, yeah they're still the richest men in the world. You're you know, still in charge. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's okay. Yeah, let. Just, just stop. Just stop. Just no. fucking be nice. Listen, I have straight white male friends. Okay. So <laughs> <I am> not, <laughs> How dare you? Not, How dare you pull that card? Yeah, I think a lot of it, boy, just because this year I've been dealing with my dad so much, so it does kind of come off. No, it's it's very specifically one straight white man that I have the biggest issue. But he's all of those things. He's definitely like, it's so hard for us right now. I was like, dude. It's not really. You're I making mean, it hard for yourself. That's all it is. You're going to be you're going to be fine. Maybe not mentally, but you'll be just fine. <laughs> you'll survive. Bless them. I'm not going to support the rooster. <laughs> I support the rooster. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. I'll tell all my gay friends. Thank Good you. because it is a completely safe space and we my husband and I were talking about it last night. He said he, he, there was some friends of ours and they're a gay couple and he called their names. And as soon, and they were holding hands, and he said, as soon as he goes, hey, they quickly did that. And he said, that broke my heart. Yeah. He said, I, I want to make, I want to make sure that they know that they don't have, here, they don't have to do that. Mm. It is, it's a be yourself, be who you are. That's nice. Yeah, I mean, look, my, my job, my goal is to entertain everybody. So there's going to be shows that are marketed toward gay people there's going to be shows that are marketed toward religious people you Mildred yeah you know the one thing that (laughs) the one thing that we're not going to do is we're not going to get political and take political stances like we're I'm you can try to make it look like we are but we're not you know I'll I'll book a country show and I right next to a drag show I don't give a fuck I want everyone to have a good time it's a very go with the flow place just go with the flow and just enjoy it if you don't like it don't yeah. I mean, people are doing a pretty good job of not coming to shows as it is. So <laughs> if I can, if I if I can book a show not. that people show up for, I'm going to keep doing it. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's great. 
mean, yeah, I mean, I'd like to pack it out this Thursday because Mimi will be performing yes. here this Thursday for our uh, comedy night in downtown Gastonia, hosted by Ray Money. Uh, we got Doc Love. Do you know Doc? I'm, no, I'm no, excited I, to meet him. Yeah, I've never like met him either. Bed. Yeah, he seems really, like, sweet guy. Like, like, smoldering in that flyer. So, like, oh, my God, I'm gay, Doc. Please, He's, he's like, the, I'm... He's all the flyers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was like, hey, ladies. Yeah, well, when you look at the flyer, he's, you can see it. Look, I was like, I'm going to make you straight tonight. Well, his name tonight. is Doc Love. Yeah, so I yeah. Like, Doc Love in the building. How are you doing, lady? You might break down. Like, one of, one of those, se- those 70s nights DJs. Ooh, yeah. girl. On the mic, we have Doc Love. Just the quiet storm. He might cure me. Oh, my God. <laughs> my dad would be so pissed though. So. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, um, and we do this every month, by the way, the stand up comedy show. Yes. It's the fourth Thursday of every month. And um, I want to thank you for, for coming and doing the show. Yes. I'm, I'm really excited. You know, um, you, know you can find you want to do uh, You want to do plugs? Um, yeah, I mean, just at Mimi Benfield. I haven't updated my website. My website's uh, gayofsunshine.com, but it has not been updated since before the pandemic. So for like, you must have got that early on. Years. Oh, yeah, I immediately <laughs> bought that as soon as I came up with it. Oh, and the Gay of Sunshine. That's so clever, me. <laughs> but um, yeah, just at Mimi Benfield on all the platforms. And if they can't get you here this Thursday, which you should come here this Thursday, where where yes. can people see you perform at? Um, I'm at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte all the time. Whenever they always tell me last minute, so I don't even I don't know until I'm going usually. Can I ask how that works? Because I know there's like a a, a, a gag- gaggle is such a dumb word to use. There's a bunch of <laughs> comedians that that you know do opening spots and stuff. How does that work with the Comedy Zone? Um, how do they how do they get you guys? How do they choose who does what and all that kind of well, thing? Well, you got to earn your stripes. They have a lot of we, like during the week shows that um, not established comedians could kind of get onto. I don't want to call them open mics because they're kind of open micish. Mm-hmm. And if you do well and are present, like I did over a decade ago, I just was there a lot. And they also it's really cool if you're a comedian, they allow you to watch almost any show there for free. You, cool. They know who you are, obviously. <clears throat> but I just did little mics, and then I started hosting, and I worked my way up to feature. And maybe eventually I'll be headlining, but I like featuring because it's just nice and... Less pressure. It's kind of the middle. You don't really have to... It's a lot less pressure, yeah, than being the headliner, but headliners get a lot more money, though, so... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I kind of... I'm lazy. <laughs> I like just doing enough. Yeah. That's kind of my vibe, but uh, yeah, I've just been working with them for over 10 years, and the owner, I met him. It's actually a fun story. I met Hef, the guy that owns it, and I... I was watching some show, and he came in after, I think, volleyball practice or something, and he was wearing, like, dirty basketball shorts and a cut-off T-shirt and a bandana, <laughs> and, like, not looking like a millionaire, yeah. to say the least. I thought he was just some dude that liked comedy, so we started hanging out that night, and I was this was over 10 years ago, and we went upstairs, and he bought me a beer, and I'm all about equal, equal rights, so I went and bought him a beer to make up for it. And he was like, why would you do that? I own this bar. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> dirty basketball shorts. And he's like, no, seriously, I own this and I own the comedy zone. And I had no fucking clue. And I was like, this whole time I should have been kissing your ass. And he's like, actually, it's better because yeah. you didn't know who I was. He, he thought I was kissing his ass. Like, no, I just genuinely liked you. And because of that interaction, he booked me for my first gig. Awesome. Aww. So there is some See how being a nice person works? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, he just, well, he liked my attitude, and he, he thought I was funny in conversation. So he'd never seen me perform, and he put me up for uh, open for Carlos Mencia. 
Oh, oh wow. the first time ever. That's a big deal. What happened to him? Uh, uh, he got busted. Oh, I was wondering yeah, that recently. Busted. Me too. I know he's a hack. He admitted to that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know oh, if okay. I'm to be saying that, but yeah, I, I went to uh, <laughs> I went to Uptown Cabaret with Carlos and his um his feature that he was taking with him, and he we we had talked. And I said something, because right then, I think it was when Joe Rogan was really calling out Carlos. That's mm-hmm. like it was really calling him out for stealing jokes. Yeah. And Carlos admitted it. He's like, yeah, I steal jokes. I think it's a good thing. Because if I go to a random show in Texas and I hear this comedian that's never going to be famous tell this amazing joke. That's the attitude that everyone had a problem with. That right that's, there. He, he admitted that's, it. That's, He's that's, like, I'm doing him a favor by telling all these people that would never have yeah. heard this amazing joke. I'm spreading his art for him. I was like, well, why don't you say his name after the joke? But I didn't say that. That would be yeah, really cool. That. That was, it was my first time opening for any celebrity. So, no. Yeah. I was just like, I don't think, I didn't agree with him. I was just right. more like, uh, yeah. okay. <sighs> but he was really nice, though. He well, bought I'm me sure. a lap. He bought me, he bought me a girl for the night. I thought he bought me a lap dance, but he bought her for the night. Oh, wow. I did not do that. Not that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> I got some stories. Well, I've lived a life. <laughs> I've been alive for a while. Well, I'm I'm glad I'm glad that it's happened for you. I, yeah. You know, I I love comedy. I love mm-hmm. art in general. Clearly, you know, I'm not a millionaire yet. Maybe we can make that happen. Um, but I I feel the same. A lot of times, I'll book shows just because I like the person. Yeah. And, and you know, and it breaks my heart when not a lot of people show up. Like every, I mean, it happens more often than not. Yeah, like yes. we have really small crowds and I you know I'm we're only six months in we're still new but it, yeah. it, it I mean it does like this past Friday one of the most talented guys around here country singer you know we had a very very small crowd and I and I felt bad I felt bad that we didn't have a big crowd yeah. because I, I take on part of the responsibility of getting people in here you know I promote every show that that we book just yeah. equally as hard and um you know but you know, hopefully we'll grow and we'll start packing out shows. You know, I don't know what to expect for this comedy show. I'd like we can seat sixty people. That's the most we can seat mm. with tables and chairs in here. I hope we sell sixty tickets. You know. Well, I know the girl that works at my chiropractor is coming. All right. So we got at least one. So shout out to Gabby. <laughs> Thanks, Gabby. I've been going to this chiropractor for so long, and she's like, "I'm going to come see. You. You're going to be in Gastonia. I'm going to come see you." And I'm like, "I don't know if you could tell by the looks of me." Not very conservative. There's gonna be a lot of talk, of, oh, of penis talk and stuff like that. Well, it last last month. This is one of the things I love most about comedy is like last month's show. The headliner, he was very very funny guy. He's a, he's a, a black guy from moved down here from New York, and he's a, he's a pro. He's been at it for a while. And there were a couple of older like retired age couples here. You know, the mm-hmm. old white conservative types. And they were having a good time, but I watched him push these people right to the point where I, I could just, the tent, the, the, you could feel it in the room, like, like yeah. one more thing and they're going to break. And then he would say something fucking hilarious and get them right back. Yeah. And he did it like four or five times. I like doing that. And I, like that, messing, that. I like messing with people. Just get them just get them. Ah, I'm kidding. And, yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> but joke. then he was doing the same thing because like, it was weird because the way people came in and sat – because, you know, I don't want to buy into stereotypes, but, you know, the white people got there earlier, so they were all sitting on one side of the room, and then all the black folk were sitting on the other side of the room. So he'd, he'd, he'd push the white folks right there, then make them laugh, and then turn right back, and then do the same thing to the black crowd that was yeah. there that night. And, and, and after the show, I told him, he came back by the bar, and I was like, man, 
what you did was masterful. I said yeah. that I really appreciate it how was painting. Yeah, that's, that's commanding your audience yeah. right there. That's yeah, that's it was talent. hilarious. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love all kinds of comedy, even hacky comedy. Silly stuff's fun sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I wish I was funny. Even prop comedy. Really? You wish you were funnier? You're actually pretty funny. <laughs> well, it depends. I mean, you know, people want to hate on Carrot Top, but that dude's fucking hilarious. He is really funny. He is, he's one of the funniest guys out there. I mean, he's a little yeah. more funnier looking now after all the plastic surgery, but well, he's still funny. He hasn't had plastic no. surgery. You're crazy. <laughs> like, look, she just did it to me. I was like, what? Are you blind? No. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> That's a natural uh, art right yeah, there yeah. on this. Uh-huh. Yeah. People grow eyebrows on their forehead. Sure. That's normal. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think he's very beautiful. I like to look at him. Hey, I, I, <laughs> 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 he you? The last time I saw him, I, my only thought was, what the fuck? <laughs> That's something to see. That's something to see. Right. Well, I like unique looking folks. That's yes. Obviously. <laughs> But yeah, Carrot Top is funny. But no, all right, we'll wrap it up, man. I, 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 I really appreciate you coming in tonight. I don't, I don't want to bore, I don't want to get people push them. Yeah, before yeah, Michael starts yeah, telling yeah, dad jokes. Yeah, I'll start. Yeah, if you, you don't. <laughs> I, that's. I got dad jokes. I can, too. I can make my daughter laugh. <laughs> I can make a twelve-year-old laugh. <laughs> Can you think hey, that's a hard audience? I'm about to say that, can that is a hard audience. Well, I think she's more just laughing at me, not my jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. But, so. um, Maybe stub your toe or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's Hilarious. the that's the best. Yeah. Anytime daddy her. gets hurt. Yeah, that, well, that's funny. <laughs> my son too. My son laughs at me when I get hurt too. <laughs> Anyways. I digress. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can come see Mimi Benfield here this Thursday at the Rooster. Um, what is Thursday's date? Does anybody know? I think it's the 26th. 27th? 25th? 24th. I don't know. Something. 24th is Monday. <laughs> So What's the 27th, the 27th? Thursday the yes. 27th, um, Ray Money will host <laughs> the show, Mimi will feature, Doc Love will headline the show, uh, we have a lot more shows coming up, um, it's actually a pretty big weekend, because um, this Saturday we've got Rev on, the Foreigner Experience, yep. with uh, Tangerine Trees, which is a Beatles tribute opening for them, yep. um, Yeah, we, and then we got Chris Cook and Beth Gatlin's coming back yep. that next Sunday, um, just all kinds of cool shows go to our website at theroostergastonia.com click the events tab see what we got going on go to gayofsunshine.com for more information on Mimi or at Mimi Benfield or at Mimi Benfield <laughs> okay, so it's just page not found so. uh, once, one last time thanks a lot for coming in yeah, and talking to us yeah to today. hang out with you guys yeah. peace and love especially Bye. Ron <laughs> you're my favorite I know he was really quiet today yeah. <laughs>